Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been such a catalyst for change. That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just, it's been life changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at theoneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. I remember for years I thought that it wasn't okay to be angry. Like honestly, (laughs) I grew up in a family where anger wasn't done well. Anger meant um, violence and um, it was really scary. And so, you know, anger wasn't a range for me. It wasn't something that I was, I could just move in and out of, very blocked in that way. And so um, I didn't actually get angry a lot. In fact, I did every so often when I completely blew a uncontrollable fuse um, years ago. Like when I remember in my late teens, I would just like smash plates. When I just fucking flipped my lid after just bottling things up for so long and then it would come out in the most uncontrollable way. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, the founder of She Leads Live, Australia and New Zealand's largest women's leadership and empowerment event. With 17 years experience as a senior trainer, I've led government contracts that create national change and have spent over a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences throughout New Zealand, Australia and Southeast Asia. One of the things I've learned is that the stuff we tell ourselves in our head doesn't reflect our true capacity. And as women, we can be pretty good at minimizing our power. The reason I do this work is because I see so many incredible women with massive potential buying into the things that hold them back, and I want to change that. My intention is that these episodes remind you that the self-doubt and the fears that you've been having about your next level are all totally normal, and my hope is that these conversations light a fire in your belly to go after your big dreams. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Kia ora everyone. Uh, Welcome along to this episode of She Leads a New Future. This conversation, we're going to talk about something that I have spent, um, I'd say 10 years grappling with and discovering for myself. And what we're going to talk about here is something that I haven't heard being talked about. This is something that I've actually come to discover for myself and through my conversations with Henari. And it's something that at times has been really challenging to come up against in in this discovery process to come to sort of see what I'm seeing now. It was a challenging process to get to here because it actually went against the grain of so much that I was hearing and learning. And I had to really kind of unlearn some things. So I'm, I'm really excited about this conversation because it is, I think it's new. I don't think we're talking about this 
And also, it's so freaking impactful. Oh my God. Holy shit. I, like I just, so many of my personal clients are coaches and I coach a lot of coaches and a lot of leaders. And this is something that many women get stuck in. And it's the thing that limits their ability to respond powerfully given the circumstance. So we're going to talk about, drum roll please, something that I've coined range. (laughs) You're like, what the hell is that? Let's go. All right, so range, range. So if within ourselves we have sort of one way of being or one way of operating, kind of like we're stuck in one gear. We're so limited in how we get to respond to things. Let's use just a really easy, obvious example. Let's say I am a nice person. I'm a good person. I have so many beliefs in the background around that I, you know, it's really important that I care about people, that I'm a generous person, that I'm considerate of others that I um, respond in, um, you know, mature and kind of like evolved ways. And you kind of get the sense of that world. So if I've made a decision that that's who I am and that's what a good person is and that responding in mature ways and really having compassion for other people and like if that's just the whole kind of world of what I'm in and at the same time that also means that I've made some background decisions on This is also what's not okay. Like it's not okay to be angry at someone. It's not okay to be direct at someone. It's not okay to raise my voice. It's not okay. Do you know like there's all of these kind of like unconscious also decisions on this is what's okay and this is what's not okay. This is who I am and this is, you know, not who I am. It basically means that we get stuck in a gear of operating. And this particular example that I've just given is something that I just see again and again and again, and it happens for you know women because often we're so brought up in that you know be the good girl. But also it happens a lot for people who have done personal development for a long time because once you know you start perhaps doing personal development, you start thinking that you're supposed to be a certain way, and then that in itself becomes a new box to exist from. And then once we're stuck in any kind of box, that becomes the gear, the gear that we operate from. And I've seen this for so many coaches who in themselves are like, well, now that I've got this kind of coaching role, this coaching identity, this is how I'm supposed to be. And I've got to be this, that, and the other thing that's usually like, it's usually a certain way. Anyway, if that's how I see myself, and those are the decisions I've made about what's okay and what's not okay then the range in which I can show up from, operate from, respond from, becomes very limited. It's a narrow range. It limits my choices. It limits my ways of being. And you know what? Life ain't just a one-trick pony. Life ain't just one thing. You know, in life, we've got all sorts of circumstances and situations. We've got all sorts of people we're dealing with. We've got all sorts of obstacles that come up. What's required within us is a range of responding and to be able to move in and out of different gears, not just be stuck in one gear, not just be stuck in the gear of I'm a nice, kind, generous person. I want to like move into a different gear if the situation requires of me. So I think what, like not think, I fucking know, (laughs) one of the huge gift we can give ourselves is the ability to have more range within ourselves. 
right? Which means that given the circumstances, given the situation, given the obstacle you're facing, given the person you're dealing with, you can move in and out of different gears depending on what's in that situation. So for example, you know, I have seen incredible women who are very, um, very loving. Oh my God, so loving. And um, have done a lot of like spiritual work and a very soft and um, got a lot of, you know, like background, like beliefs around compassion and co-creation and respecting where people are at and really understanding where another person is at, etc. And understanding what's motivating them and where they're at and what's what they're hurting, all that. I've seen those women very stuck in the gear of allow of that, and as a result, they've allowed bad behavior, and I'm just going to label it bad behavior, they've allowed toxic behavior, they've allowed manipulative behavior to continue around them because they were so just in this one gear of seeing things from another person's point of view, being compassionate, and then when that toxic manipulative, I'll call it what it is, person came into their lives, they didn't have a range to call from, and so it ended up that they allowed that, and um, then felt confused about it, because hang on, if I'm being nice, shouldn't you be being nice, and then usually that part, that gear, right, that part of their personality, that way of responding, that gear that they were stuck in, ramped up further as a response to the situation thinking that if they just did it more if they were just more generous if they were more compassionate more understanding then that person would understand and they would get it and there would be a shift over there with them that's not how things are going to work we've got to have range within ourselves I've worked with these women and helped them to develop range within themselves so that they can respond fucking accordingly to the situation doesn't mean to say they've got to be stuck in a gear of direct and with like a very like ramped up energy. No, you don't have to be stuck in that gear because we're talking about range here. We're not talking about then just getting stuck at that side of it. It's about moving in and out of gears depending on what's needed. You know, the more we can develop range within ourselves, the more free we feel, the more able to respond to different situations, the more effective we are for different outcomes, right? You know, so, and and what I've realized to help with range is probably the background, I want to say this, if in the background we have just a set, really solid belief of, or decision of, this is okay, this is not okay, in terms of like a way of being, way of showing up, that in itself limits range. Okay, so things like it's not okay to be angry, it's not okay to be direct with people, it's not okay to, like, this, this, and this. All of these kind of things can tangle us up from actually expanding our range. I remember for years I thought that it wasn't okay to be angry. Like honestly, <laughs> I grew up in a family where anger wasn't done well. Anger meant um, violence and um, it was really scary. And so, you know, I was really, uh, anger wasn't a range for me. It wasn't something that I was, I could just move in and out of very blocked in that way. And so um, I didn't actually get angry a lot. In fact, I did every so often when I completely blew a uncontrollable fuse um, years ago. Like when I remember in my late teens, I would just like smash plates, you know, when I just fucking flipped my lid after just bottling things up for so long and then it would come out in the most uncontrollable way, totally just redoing the pattern of my family. Um, with that shutting down of that and not thinking that, you know, thinking that anger was not okay. I also really shut down my power, 
my directness, like all of that went with that shutdown. And so for years, I've really struggled with direct, um, saying things as they were, telling someone something straight, and actually even bringing up my energy in a way that really needed directness, if in the moment that's what was actually needed. I struggled with that. I got so wobbly within myself. Before I take you back to the episode, I want to remind you to come on over and connect with me on my new Instagram, at KateRubyAroha. While you're there, feel free to flick me a DM, say hi, and let me know what you're getting out of these episodes. I'll chat with you over there. Anyway, in seeing this, what I took on for quite a long time was I decided to basically open up that engine within myself, right? If we see it as an engine, I decided to open up that engine within myself. I saw the engine of power as something I really wanted to um, open up and, and get revving so that, you know, we've just talked about a range of gears, but what about if we see it in the way that there are all of these engines within us? And often we're just operating from one of those engines. But what about if we could actually rev up all of the engines and then choose which engine we want to turn on at the time, right? So I decided, and it was years ago, but I decided that this, the engine within me of my power is something that wasn't <laughs> an easy one for me to turn on. So I decided that fuck it, I'm going to do as, for as long as what it takes to really rev up this engine and get to know it so that it becomes something that's within my scope. And so for that period of time, which was actually a really long time because it had, the engine was, it had been shut off for so long, it was rusted over, the ripcord to turn it on um, was broken. <laughs> I really had to do some repair work. But what I did during that time was I played games with myself to practice to try on to play with my power and in some of those games it was like just really easy stuff to start off with but it was being direct with people I would look for opportunities of where I could speak up and be direct and I really started easy because a direct conversation would have me feel very wobbly underneath but I wanted this to be a part of my scope I wanted this to be a part of my repertoire I wanted this to be something I could move in and out of depending on what was needed. So my God, I had some practice work to do. I had some weights to pick up to grow some inner muscle here. Over time of playing these games and putting myself, myself intentionally into situations and conversations where I had to bring up my power in new ways, where I had to be direct in new ways, where I challenged myself at times not to smile at people in public because this kind of clown-like smile on my face was a like an automatic way of just how my, my face would twist up <laughs> into this just a robotic smile when someone would look at me. You know what I mean? I think it's awesome to smile at people. Um, but I think if that's the only option we have because it just naturally plasters on our face the whole time and we've got no ability beyond that, then I think it's something that would, that's really worthwhile challenging to develop more repertoire so that the smile is genuine. And then when we're not actually happy, we don't have to artificially smile. It's like we can just be straight with where we're at. So in the background behind this, and what's useful is like really getting that all ways of being are actually okay, they're valid. And I think that in itself flies in the face of so much that we are told and what we've learned. 
And I know for myself, I had to really unfuck myself around that because so often, even in a lot of the learnings and the teachings and even so much shit that you hear on social media or in personal development around, um, you know, here's the five steps to, you know, like getting rid of anger. No, fuck that. I'm angry, I'm angry. And um, also I think there's a lot to learn around anger or here's, you know, I'll help you get rid of your fear. No, once again, fuck that too. Like fear really has a place. You know, I've got a lot of moments in my life where, you know, on the daily, as I'm playing for things, that a lot of self-doubt comes up. I'm sure as shit, I'm not going to try and get rid of my self-doubt. That's just ridiculous. I think there's just so much room to give ourselves permission to have such a, a range of experience, have such a range of um, who we are as well, without trying to stuff ourselves into like a pair of Spanx pants for personality. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't have to cut off all these parts of ourselves. I think the more range that we have, the more freedom we have within ourselves to just be in different ways, depending on what's useful in the moment. And then this comes down to, I think, really getting that there really is no right or wrong. It's not right to be good and wrong to be angry. It's not right to be happy and wrong to be angry or sad. You know, It's not right to always just speak softly to someone and then wrong to actually raise your voice. You know, I've learned that it's actually, there are times when I will intentionally raise my voice because in that moment I can feel and sense that directness is required for me. And there's times that I'm not going to do that because I can, you know, sense and feel that in the moment, you know, just actually compassion and understanding is what's really required and what's the most useful for the outcome that, you know, like what am I committed to? So you get what I'm saying? So like even with that, is that if we just have this kind of unconscious or this, this set decision of this is right, this is wrong, We've got no flexibility within ourselves based on what we're committed to. We just only have one gear to operate from because this is how it is. You get it? So, um, you know, one of the things I'm kind of more interested in is like, based on what's showing up, what am I committed to? And then sensing into and just trusting like this is the best way to respond in this situation. And then with that, I've already done so much work within myself to have the background capacity to pull from in the moment. Yeah, and just sense like, yeah, compassion's required, great. Like that, that, that then can naturally come through as the expression or directness is really required right now and that can naturally come through as expression I don't really have to like grapple and head fuck myself because it's something that I'm okay to move in and out of as a gear I think this is such an important conversation and not genuinely like not something that I've really heard so I hope you've really got something for yourself in this and um, I would absolutely love it oh my god if you know someone who would get a lot out of this episode please share it with them. Um, the conversations here inside She Leads a New Future are committed to helping women be free within their lives because I see that women, we as women, are at the core of our family units, of relationships and of our communities and I've got a commitment to seeing individuals, families and communities thriving and so these relationships open that up, oh, sorry, these conversations <laughs> open that up. So um, if you know of someone who would get something out of this, please share it with them. If you tag, if you share it on Instagram stories, for example, and tag me, um, I'd love to reshare it. And just um, thank you for being a part of this conversation. If you do have any um, requests for future episodes, feel free to message me in Instagram DM at Kate Ruby Aroha. Um, I take notes of, you know, when I get requests for this. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast. 
This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now, find the location closest to you and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable. Having the balls to actually be myself and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. Yeah. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in. If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.